Summerall and all her loveliness. Now she's cursing me back there, but I can't hear her, so it doesn't matter. Um, thank you, Ollie. I, I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to talk more. I know how you like to talk on air so much. Well, I like to listen to to the good music that we've been hearing. So, get any good wise day. words for no, us no, as we leave? No, no, no good, wise good words. Good day to just let the drums do the speaking. All right. Please remember, Mitakuyas, and we are all related. White Buffalo Woman Productions, Renegade Solutions. We will see you next week. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Charmy, you bring these brothers back here every week. Every single week we should have these people in here singing and drumming. Every single week. 52 shows out of the year, Charmy, okay? It's just past 6.30. Uh, my name is Arwolf, and if the uh, First Nation people can't get on here and sing and drum, then I don't even want to be here. Welcome to Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food leading into Face the Music, a show about the human condition. You put them together whenever I fill in for Mike Perini, and you get Pandora's Face. A song, a song, yes, a song about, a show about food and the human condition. Tonight I thought it'd be nice to open up with something from George Harrison's autobiography, the closest he ever came to writing an autobiography. It's actually a collaborative work with several other people. It's called I, Me, Mine. George Harrison, that's the name of the book. And boy, do I ever recommend this to you. It's a beautiful thing. 
And right up in here, in the middle of the book, he goes through just about every song that you can think of that George Harrison put his name to. And he reproduces, whenever possible, the, uh, the little book, the book, the little slips of paper that he scrawled the lyrics on. And he also gives a brief explanation of what circumstances led up to the composition of the song in question. And since this is a show about food, I thought I'd begin the show with Savoy Truffle. And what George Harrison says about this song, which appeared on the Beatles' White Album, is the following. Savoy Truffle is a funny, a funny one written whilst hanging out with Eric Clapton in the 60s. At that time, he had a lot of cavities in his teeth and needed dental work. He always had toothache, but he ate a lot of chocolates. He couldn't resist them, and once he saw a box, he had to eat them all. He was over at my house, and I had a box of Good News chocolates on the table and wrote the song from the names inside the lid. And at one point in this book, he actually reproduces the photograph of the... Uh... Hey, Ollie, check this out, man. I'm reading from George Harrison's book, I, Me, Mine. Have you seen this? You need to get this, man. You'd, you'd love to read this. No, I didn't. I have not read that oh, book. Oh, you, you need this. I know, okay. you, I know you don't splurge on yourself very no, often, but just... But that, yeah, that what looks the hell, like it'd man. be worth it. So yeah. he's, now he's eating chocolates? Is well, that what you're saying? Well, no, I was explaining... He is explaining how he came to write the uh, song Savoy Truffle. Ah. And he was saying he was hanging out with Eric Clapton, who had a lot of cavities and a horrible addiction to chocolates okay. during the 60s. And here it is. That might have been Eric's healthiest addiction, yeah, however. Right. <laughs> That's, he was probably trying to stay off everything else by okay. munching on chocolates. But you can see here, George has reproduced the inside of a box of Good News chocolates. This is the candy box that wow. inspired him to write the song Savoy Truffle. So he, uh, uh, yes, and, and, you know, I remember growing up and thinking, boy, these English people really sound weird, even when they're singing re recognizable words. They're hard to understand because they're from Liverpool, and they're rock musicians, and they're slurring their words. But this song always puzzled a lot of us. Cream Tangerine, Montelimar, a ginger sling with a pineapple heart, a coffee dessert. Yes, you know it's good news. See, good news chocolates. But you'll have to have them all pulled out after the Savoy truffle. And I think we all understood, don't eat so much candy, you're, you're going to yeah, lose your teeth. teeth. Yeah, yeah, but the rest of it made no sense to me at that point in my life. Precisely. And, and uh, George adds, I got stuck with the two bridges for a while, and Derek Taylor wrote some of the words in the middle. You know that what you eat, you are. Yes. <laughs> so... Here it is one more time, the picture. At least Ollie can see it, Yes, folks. it's a beautiful visual, and I would recommend, yes, at least looking at this book. Uh, Macintosh's Good News Chocolates was the uh, uh, the brand name, and, and they're right in here. Um, he didn't write down every single name. He just worked some of the, ch the names of the uh, individual chocolates into the song. So let's hear it, the Savoy Truffle, and then I'm going to keep coming in, and since this is technically sort of a talk show <laughs> about food, I'm going to be playing lots of funky old blues records with foods, uh, food ideas in the lyrics and titles, and we'll do that for a while. But let's start with George Harrison, okay?
A marvelous piece of music by George Harrison, again from the Beatles' White Album, the Savoy Truffle, inspired by a box of chocolates uh, that Eric Clapton apparently could not resist devouring in George Harrison's living space. And again, George Harrison's autobiographical book is called I, Me, Mine. And Ollie and I both think you ought to get a copy. You going to get a copy, Ollie? Go ahead, man. Yeah, I'm uh, definitely going to go out and get a you're copy. Gonna, oh, okay, yeah. Ollie's, yeah. Ollie's falling for yeah, it. All right. Yeah. You've, uh, yeah. you've convinced me. It's gorgeous, man. It's, um, I mean, spiritually and also historically, it's just that uh, it doesn't get much better than this. It's a lovely book. Yeah. You know, I'm sure he would say, well, the Bhagavad Gita is pretty hip, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, you know, George gets a lot of mention in A.C. Bhaktivedanta's versions of the Gita. Yeah. So might hey. as well get this book, too. Yeah, man. Thanks. You want to hear some blues? I'm going to play some blues. Um, the blues and vaudeville team of Coot Grant and Kid Wilson, that's Kid, also known as Sox, also known as Wesley Wilson, You'll be hearing them periodically over the next few minutes. I'll be just throwing in different episodes from their recording career. Their complete recordings have been reissued by the Document label, and there's actually three CDs worth of Coot, Grant, and Kid Wilson. This is from Volume 3. It includes music from 1931 to 1938. And this one, uh, this is one of like, you know, 900,000 um, sexually infused double entente blues songs. This is simply called Lollipop. It's a nice follow-up for the Savoy Truffle. Oh, go away, Willie. Give me a little of that, honey. Oh, no, keep your nasty hands off it. Why, honey? Now I want something I so want bad. I want nasty hands on it. Why, honey? Because it's mine. I ain't gonna give you none of my things. Well, give me a little bit. No. Just a teeny weeny little bit. No, now. Why? I'll tell you the reason well, why. Well, well, let me know, sugar. Now listen here. Willie Brown. Mm-hmm. Ain't no use you keep hanging around. You want it? I sure do. Oh, it looks so good. It do. <laughs> I wouldn't give you a piece, honey, if I could. No, no, Mary. What? You is making me blue. Why, Willie? Cause I can't give none to you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'll play ring around roses, even play hopscotch. But I can't give you none of my lollipop. Yeah, you can. I know Fanny's got one. Yeah, she got one. And thinks it's fine. It is. But I bet you, nickel, baby, it ain't as good as mine. I don't know. You know Tommy and Johnny mm-hmm. and cute little Joe. Mm-hmm. Why, they wouldn't go to school till I give them some more. Yeah. Now, and if you try to take it, I'll call a cop. Cause I ain't gonna give you none of my lollipop. None of my lollipop. Look here. What? Uh huh, honey. Yo, give me a little bit. I ain't. Look here, I'll give me a little bit. No. I'll give you a nickel for it. I ain't gonna give you nothing. Oh, just a little bit. No, I'm gonna tell my mom. Oh, I don't care if you tell your mom. You give me a little of yours, and when I get some, I'll give you one of mine. I don't want yours. Huh? I don't want you. Well, I want you. And I'm going to tell you why, honey. Why? Here, I'll tell you what you do. What? <laughs> Look here. I'll play mom and papa. 
until it's night. Oh, will you? You can beat them up oh, goody, goody. if you treat me right. But here's one thing I'm guarding mm -hmm. with all my might. Yeah, honey, and I can see good and well that you sure is sitting on it tight. Yes, sir. I ain't gonna give you none, so let me be. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm keeping it for myself. It means so much to me. Well, honey, give me a little old candy. Uh, let the argument drop. No, cause your lips will never touch my lollipop. No, Not this mama's Me. 
That's Charlie Spand. You ever heard of Charlie Spand? Uh, S-P-A-N-D. Well, you heard him on the um, Pandora's Lunchbox show on WCBN-FM. It's a show about food. And my name is R. Wolf, and I'm filling in for Mike Perini. Charlie Spand made a, a lot of music in Detroit. He was one of the uh, one of the core barrel house boogie woogie and blues piano players in Detroit in the 1920s. By the time he made the record you just heard, it was like 1929 or something. He was in uh, Chicago, Illinois, and that was "Got to Have My Sweet Bread." I can't imagine what he's singing about, but he did sound like he was having some cravings. Uh, there was also Lollipop, sung by Coot Grant and Kid Wilson. Incidentally, both of these discs that these uh, old recordings came off of were put out by the Document label, one of the, one of the great reissue labels of the 20th and 21st century, also famous for not necessarily cleaning up the sound of the old 78, so you can enjoy the scratchiness. And I love surface noise. It just makes me feel like I'm part of the mortal coil, you know, just going round and round with these records. Uh, this next one is even foggier sounding, but I just have to play it. It's, um, it's sung by Mandy Lee, uh, apparently... There were no less than three different people named Mandy Lee, but they just grouped them all together on this uh, volume 11 of the uh, document record survey of female blues singers, mostly very obscure people that hasn't nobody talked about since uh, since the records were made practically. This volume, uh, including recordings from 1921 to 1931. And what you're about to hear... Uh, is it's got a great title I needs a plenty of grease in my frying pan that's a beautiful image let's just think about that that lubrication down there in the pan
love you, baby. You set me crazy when you leave me alone. Every night you gone and leave me alone. You ain't got to stand for mama. You know that's wrong. You are my heart's desire. I like your love supply. I see you in my dreams, but when you're gone, I call you over the phone, and this is what you hear me scream. If you miss me, yeah, you'll find me at the breezy spoon. Now, Daddy, you know you don't treat me right. That's why I'm going to the cabaret and spend the night. And what I'm telling you, honey, I'm surely Site 7 o'clock exactly by our reckoning. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. 88.3. We're the voice of the underground intellectual resistance movement. Student run experimental radio at the U of M with a whole lot of community involvement. That spells creativity, imagination, and uh, nonconformity. Mm. You just heard Coot Grant and Kid Wesley Wilson. With uh, sounded like some of that Fleetwood Diner music to me. Find me at the Greasy Spoon if you miss me here. From volume one of their complete works on document. Let's get the spectacles on here. Did you recognize anybody playing behind them, by the way? That was Fletcher Henderson's band playing behind Coot Grant and Kid Wesley Wilson in New York in October 1925. Louis Armstrong playing the cornet. Charlie Green, the trombone, and Buster Bailey, the clarinet. Charlie Dixon, the banjo. Kaiser Marshall, the drums. Fletcher Henderson at the piano. Very nice. Thank you, Document Records, for reissuing so much fine, old-fashioned music. 
The uh, new Jelly Roll Blues was performed by Peg Leg Howell and his gang from Volume 1 of the Peg Leg Howell and Eddie Anthony series on Document. My God, everything since that Beatle tune I played a half hour ago was reissued by the Document label. What a great label. Well, let's keep on a little bit with the food theme, but start to branch out into the um, the usual human condition type programming that Face the Music stands for. We've got Wilmoth Houdini, the Calypso King of the West Indies, historic recordings, 1928 to 1940. He's uh, this is music from Trinidad. The album is called Poor but Ambitious. 